I'm not all of you all know me. My name's Ben. I am um, usually here on Sundays. And when Steve asked me to give a communion message, I felt very underqualified because I've never been to Bible school and I'm not a scholar by any means. Everyone can see, by the way. <laughs> um, so I didn't really feel like I would be able to teach anyone anything about communion or have some uh, or have some great. There we go have some great revelation. So I thought that I would just tell you a story about how I came to appreciate communion because it's one of those things that we do so frequently and familiar, familiarity can breed contempt a lot of the time, I think. Um, so yeah, just to set the scene, I've pretty much taken communion since I could swallow and possibly also in part because I have a very strong sense of justice and can't imagine what would happen to my poor parents if I was the only one in church that wasn't allowed to drink juice while everyone else was. And during the communion sort of service, I was when I was younger, I was always just colouring in or um, reading a book or drawing or something like that. But I remember it was the only time that my dad would ever use his serious voice to tell me that I had to be quiet. And as long as the black currant juice wasn't too tart... I sort of felt like a treat for being well-behaved. And then I would just sit through and be quiet. And then, yeah. And then when I was too too old for colouring in, I... (laughs) um, It sort of just signalled the time when I was about to go to Sunday school. And I don't remember thinking about it in any great depth. And then going into my early teenage years, obviously I've been going to church all my life, it sort of... um, yeah, I sort of wasn't really happy about being at church anyway, so it was just another thing that I had to sit through and another chore that I had to endure. So then when I started going to church because I wanted to and not because I had to, this sort of indifference that I had towards communion sort of lingered, not because I didn't love God or, or anything, and I would never have admitted to myself or to anyone else, but it just the repetitious sort of ritual didn't really resonate with me. So to fast forward quite a lot and make a very long story short, by Easter last year I'd stopped going to church and I'd stopped praying all except for selfish help me prayers in cases of emergency. And I um, felt like Jesus was someone that I was in love with once and I'd been married to for a really long time, but now I sort of resented for years of unresolved issues and Our conversation was short and superficial and a little bit business and we still shared a bed but there was no intimacy and our honeymoon was a faded memory from a very, very long time ago. So I came here on Good Friday last year as one of those people that felt obliged to attend church on a a Sunday um, because it was a... I mean, as obliged to attend because it was a Christian holiday and we were in the corner over there and, um, and... there was lots of candles and the cross and like the linen that was draped down the thing like an aisle and I remember that we got given a piece of paper and a nail and we were told to write on it something that we wanted to nail to the cross with a literal nail um (laughs) and my list was too long the paper was quite small and it was probably too scandalous anyway for me to write details so I decided that I would just write anything that I'd ever hidden because when we're ashamed of something we want to hide it so I felt like that summed it up um so I stood up with my paper and my nail and my list mostly thinking how clever I was to have summarized everything so 
quickly and also a little bit concerned that all of a sudden I had to be a handyman and I wanted to use the nail on the hammer <laughs> yeah, without hurting myself. Um, but then as I stepped up, I had this really real sense of Jesus' presence and all of a sudden I really, really just missed him and I just wanted to be close to him. And it felt like an, he felt like an old friend that I hadn't seen in a really long time. And I desperately wanted to be close to him. And as I looked where I was going, all I could see was this really dirty cross with red all around me, which now looked less like cloth and more like blood. And realising afresh what the gift of salvation had cost Jesus was started to become a little bit too much for me because I knew that my list was part of the reason why he died. And I didn't want to receive his love or forgiveness that way because it was too much for me to accept. And I felt like the prodigal son walking into his father's immaculate house, filthy and dirty and smelling like a farm. So I started to cry (laughs) as I realised how utterly dependent I was on this cross and I really didn't have a choice. I had to go and nail everything that I ever hit ever hit in there. Um, so I did and quickly sat down and all I could say was a really quiet and inadequate thank you. And eventually someone spoke. I'd, cro- I'd stopped crying by this time. And they gave a familiar speech about communion, something like, while they were eating, Jesus took bread. And when he'd given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, take and eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup and when he'd given thanks, he said it, he gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for the sins of many. And as the black currant juice came down to me, it too looked like blood and not like juice. And I felt that painful, torn feeling inside again. And then I started to fight back tears, overwhelmed with this grace which was continually extended to me. Um, And I felt again how inadequate I was and how dependent I was on the cross and didn't feel worthy to drink his blood, but I did. And then the bread came round and it happened again. I was so exhausted by this time that it took a lot longer for me to stop crying. And, but as I was all the while, I had my old friend sitting back next to me, embracing me and gently welcoming me home. I haven't cried since taking communion, (laughs) you'll be pleased to know, and I still don't understand very much about it, and a lot of people around me seem to appreciate it on a lot, they seem to appreciate lots of different layers to communion, Um, but I can say that it's a much less repetitive task now, and not something I just have to sit through while I'm at church, and it reminds me that there's always new clothes for me to replace my smelly ones, and it reminds me that um, yeah, I guess it's much more sobering now and, and maybe even one day I'll tell my three-year-old son to be quiet in a serious voice so that people can <laughs> concentrate. <laughs> but also, I feel like now it, it's like an anchor and it always draws me back to the reason why I'm still here and it draws me back to the reason why we're all here and, um, and it reminds me of Jesus' nearness even when he feels very absent. Um, that's only a really little chapter of my story. And we all have very different stories. And we have very different experiences of God and of Jesus. And, um, and he reveals himself in heaps of different ways, not necessarily like this. Um, and Josh is just going to play a song. And as he does, um, I won't 
I guess have a think about your story and how Jesus ties into that. But at the same time, just be aware that everyone has their own story as well. And no matter how different they are and how different our lives are and how different our thinking is, this is the one part of our story that's the same. And it's the one part of our story that we all have in common and it's the one thing that brings us all together. Um, Yeah. And just eat and drink as you please.
you, Jesus. I just thank you um, for what you've done for us, God. And I just pray that you would just help us to always remember that that your grace is continually available to us, God. And I just thank you, Father, that, um, yeah, despite all of our differences, God, and despite everything that um, we have that's not in common, God, that this is something that can make us a family and thank you that this is what we have in common, God. And yeah, we just love you.